These are not the tales of heroes. These are tales of reavers and cut purses, of heathen slayers and tight-lipped warlocks guarding long-dead secrets. These are tales of gold and glory, won with sorcery and sword, where a moment's hesitation is all that separates the victorious from the dead. These are tales from the fallen empire, an age when chaos seethed in the shadows and dragons began to stir in their ages-long sleep. These are tales of high adventure. These are mighty deeds. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mighty Deeds, a podcast of high adventure. My name is Glenn. I'll be your judge for this session, and joining me around the table are... Luke, playing Abramovich, the barbarian. Carl, playing Arena, the sentinel. Jason playing Nigel, the Dwarven Cleric. Michael playing Albert the Elf. All right, so thanks for joining us for episode number 23 of Mighty Deeds. When we last left off, our party was in the first level of Stonehell Dungeon. They were exploring, and they had met a group of kobolds, including the kobold scout Kegel. Um, and they had asked, specifically Irina, who's the only one who speaks Draconic, had asked to be taken to the kobolds' leader. Um, and so uh, the kobolds have their own kind of little mousy ways of getting around in the dungeon without going through the main corridors. But Kegel agreed to guide you guys through passages where your beefy bodies could fit. He's a nice fellow. He is a nice fellow. Uh, and he's going to guide you guys to kobold corners so that you can see the kobold community and meet... Their leader, uh, Trash. And eventually take over. Are we are we married to Kobold Corners? Are we I married like to Spazlatrash? I like it a lot. Uh, <laughs> Trash was oh, named yeah. after our patron. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love it. Go to MightyDeeds.com, or I'm sorry, go to <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash MightyDeedsPod if you want to support the show. Uh, Michael Curtis... <laughs> Gave us Kobold Corners. So, okay. yes, we're married to it. I, I think it's wonderful, do, Michael, do Mr. Thank Curtis. You, Michael Mr. Curtis. I think it's wonderful that you called it Kobold Corners, and I, I we can't love wait to get there. We love your adventure, Mr. Curtis. We yeah. love this adventure, Mr. Curtis. Yeah, Thank yeah, you for yeah. writing it. Spazlatrash. Is that French? <laughs> Spazlatrash. Obviously. Obviously. Goes without saying. So now, you guys are, um, you were following him, and I left out a couple things, like I always do. I'm getting old and forgetful. Um, so as you guys are walking, uh, Snorri is talking in Dwarvish to Nigel and Hankren. Here he goes. And he's telling you a little bit about those two rooms, mm-hmm. okay? Remember, there was one room there where there were dwarf faces garfed on the wall, and they had, like, exaggerated mouths. Right. And there was one where they had exaggerated eyes. Mm-hmm. You see? The explanation is that... Originally, the this, this portion of the dungeon was uh, was was created by dwarf slaves who had been who had been imprisoned here. Like most of the people that were working on uh, the Stonehill dungeon, this was their prison, but they were forced to dig it out themselves. And so, these are the rooms of of the lamentations, where they they have the large mouth dwarf, which symbolizes crying out, you know, to. Um, the dwarf god that you worship every episode, that guy. Danth- Danthar, yeah. It, it represents crying out to Danthar, and, and and then the eyes are supposed to represent, you know, that he would open his eyes to their suffering, you know, and um, and help them. And it's very significant. It's an important discovery for dwarvish history. Well, for me to get in character, you give me a second to... Uh- Gotta get to the chopper. <laughs> now I'm ready. Okay. Well, that sounds very interesting. I, uh, I like that very much. Uh, will we see more of these lamentations? The crying out. Maybe, uh, you know, the women, the children. All the lamentations of the dwarf women are terrible. And we also want to find where they interred their dead. And so that we can keep a record of all those who perished here, you know, for the for the larger dwarvish community to know what so, happened to them. Like we're looking for uh, like a dwarven blogger jogger dwargers. 
No, absolutely oh. not. We're never going to mention that again on this, in this dungeon entirely. They're just drogas. Oh, my bad. So one of the things uh, that we're including in dwarf culture in our game that actually comes from Warhammer is this idea that dwarves, you know, when they um, want revenge against somebody, when somebody has wronged them, they never forget Right. And so in Warhammer, they have the book of grudges that each clan writes down every grudge they have against every orc clan, against every human king or prince or merchant or whatever. If you wrong the dwarves, you know, we will remember and eventually we will get revenge. And of course, you know, like under a dragon's name or something, there's, you know, like 16 different headings of grudges they have against Smaug the dragon, you know, for everything he did. So. Uh, what? He took off Hedgel. Yeah. Far of the misty mountains cold. Okay. So that's the, uh, that's what's happening with Snorri. Now, I also, I just didn't mention this, but I should have. Um, what the kobolds were doing in that room. So you guys came in, you heard the kobolds like Mining. hammering, mm -hmm. but you didn't know. I, didn't, I never explained what they were doing once you got in there and started talking to them. They were building this, um, booby trap situation, right? So they had these uh, clay jars or jugs, right? And they had them like on these ropes and they're full of like Greek fire, right? Alchemist fire type Ouch. thing. And they swing, string them up against the walls. And then when you trip it, it, they swing down and they hit your torches and they catch you on fire and everything else. So they're booby trapping the various entrances into kobold corners. Mm. Mm. Uh, Good thing mm. I have dark vision. Mm. Mm. Now that you have, now that you're past zero level, yes, yes, yes. But you still carry. Everybody still carries torches. So, all right. So you guys came into area one of the quiet halls, and this is where you just got done fighting the fire beetles. Yes. So, uh, how does everybody stand on hit points? Do you guys do anything before you leave this room? There's. Um, I'm still at full hit points. I'm full up. I got healed. For what it's worth, you guys healed before you. Before you left or whatever? Yeah, I'm pretty I believe sure. Uh, so. Okay. So this, there's two entrances, out, exits out of this room, this one and this one. And uh, Kegel wants to go this way, right? Mm. Sure. Yep. That way we go. That way we go. So, um, wait, let me ask this, because this is something Jason yelled. Do we want to go back and kill that ghost? Can we kill that ghost? The one that scared you guys? I mean, I don't know. I found it pretty scary. I don't know if I'd uh, want to go back there. Is it even possible to engage a ghost in combat? Well, I have a book maybe that can tell us that. I imagine yeah. uh, magic swords and weapons of a magic nature might be able to hit it. Possibly. Mm -hmm. Or maybe we might have a... I don't know, a concoction or two that we got from uh, Van Richten. Yeah, didn't we have like some kind of anti-ghost blade oil? Everybody look at Sully. He's the only one who writes anything down anymore. Yeah. I know <laughs> things. I've heard the, uh, yeah. the episode. If we go back. Yeah, we have um, some necrophage oil mm -hmm. and some cursed oil and something called specter oil. Ah. That also has ghost touch. Mm. There you go. Mm. So yeah, we could go back. We could uh, kill it. Why don't, uh, Michael, you've been reading Arr. Van Richten's Guide to Ghosts. Why yes. don't you uh, roll a d20 and add your intelligence bonus to see what you picked up from that? All right. 18. Oh, yeah. You know all about them. So, <laughs> ghosts. I know everything there is to know about ghosts. Yeah. So, he wrote a whole 26-page uh, dissertation guide, guide yeah. to ghosts, um, which I had back in the 80s and then gave away. Um, but basically... Of all the undead types, ghosts are the most variable as far as what they can do and what they can have. Like, there's this whole list of abilities, but they don't all have all, none of them have all of them. Okay. You know, so some of them can use fear, and some of them can turn invisible, and some of them can age you, and some of them can do strength drain, and some of them can use telekinesis. And it's just like this big, long list of all these possible things they can do. Okay. You would also know with an 18... Um, that Van Richten noticed it's one thing to like attack the ghost and basically um, disrupt it, but a lot of times it will reform on that cursed site. 
So to actually finally destroy it, you gotta find the body. Well, yeah, or you gotta find, you gotta Whatever take the side quest of whatever caused it to be haunting that gotcha. place and resolve its unresolved <clears throat> issues. So the question really is: Do we want to go back and try to find out what made it a ghost? What well, is, or do we just want to keep going forward? I think the real question is: Are you afraid of ghosts? I am most definitely not afraid of ghosts. Well, apparently, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. apparently, you two are pretty afraid of a ghost. Yes, yes, no, but I was I was really fishing for the line over there. But I am not afraid of a ghost. Yeah, you ruined the joke. <laughs> Let it go. But I'm not afraid of a ghost. No, no, it's too late now. But I'm not afraid of a ghost. I know, I know. All right, well, I say we go forward, because I think we should just keep going forward at the moment. Well, yeah, no, that seems like we're already halfway there. We might as well keep going. Right, right. Kegel? Uh, I don't think we should go back. No. I, I, no, at no, this no, time, I, I think we should continue and go the way we are going. I relay that to the party. Oh, yeah, that's right. He says that. You say that to Irina. Irina asks him. He says that. You t- Yeah, okay. Really? You're going to have to teach him common. I so, feel like that's going to take a lot Irina. longer than, than we have time for at this point. Let me roll an intelligence check and see okay. if I can pick up some draconic. Everybody shut up. So, there, I just did it. Yeah. So, um, you have to tell, please, your noisy, noisy friends that um, this next hallway, uh, not hallway, chamber, next chamber we go into um, has very many undead at this time. But they will not bother us if we are just quiet. We are very, 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 very quiet. And respectful, and and just pass through without sort of causing problem for them. And he doesn't understand common at all, right? No. Only understands draconic. Yes. Okay. In common, I say to them, he says there's a bunch of bad guys in this next room. We gotta be real quiet, but <laughs> we could also kill everybody. You're awful. You are awful. Uh, what did he say was in there? Undead. Oh, uh, very much undead. You don't know what he said, <laughs> Mr. Medicaid. I'm replying to him <laughs> what there's, he said. There's, They're there's, undead. There's, we, we, we call them bone things at this time. We just call them bone things. Guys, he calls them bone things. There's like... That's a rough translation. Um, like skeletons? Bones, yeah. <laughs> like skeletons? It's a literal translation. Yes, like skeletons. Can you say that word? Skeletons? In... Whatever his language he's talking in. Bracha! <laughs> and he says, no, 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 no. Not simply bracha. They're like weird. It's a con- it's skeleton. Thing. So not quite? <laughs> like, like, like scarier. Like, like, okay. Like druggers? Very hard to explain. Like Imagine Do they have a sweat- first level they have encounter. Bands? Imagine first level encounter is skeleton. <laughs> But then you want to reuse those assets at higher level. So you make them like tougher and give them special abilities. And change the skin on them. Like like maybe you make them flaming or something. Like a lich? Um, I hope not. I I don't know what that is. I do not know what lich is at this time. But yes, at this time. Let's go forward. Yeah, let's go. We just got to be real quiet, guys. Uh, You understand. Yes, we will be quiet. I think that it's... We're we're um, done. You there? (laughs) Mr. I'm walking in front with all the armor. Shh. You remember when we opened that door? Clink, clank, clink, clank. (laughs) Okay, so you guys are going to try to sneak through the room. Yes. And just remain low key. Yep. Okay. We're dead. Michael, uh, roll roll a luck check. Mm -hmm. Wrong person to roll a luck check. Go ahead. Exactly. Just... Just roll your luck or less on a D20. Mm-hmm. Fail. <laughs> yeah, fail. Uh, what is your bonus for finding secret doors? Uh, plus four. Okay, so... 18. I don't understand what that means. Ro- okay, plus four. Add four to your luck. Did you get that or less? Uh, yes. Okay, so you guys are walking down this hallway to the hallway that Kegel says is full of bone things... And Albert notices a secret door on the right-hand wall. <laughs> guys, guys, guys! Secret door. Yeah, That's a secret door. Secret door. Secret door. All right. What are, what, are, what are you going on about? We're not in the room yet. That's fair. We're in the adjacent hall, and that's close enough. 
It's like walking into the library doorway. <laughs> okay. So obviously there's... I didn't choose the dwarf life. The dwarf life comes <laughs> me. You're going to really work that in everything, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, how do, how do you have Shurns. terrain for a secret door? You can't. You can't. If you use your door terrain, it's not secret. But so, it's a so block. So you, you found this secret <laughs> door. It's a block that looks suspiciously like a secret door. I bet if we dodge rolled through that, it would go away. Right? <laughs> Something like that. The interact button appears, but only uh, <laughs> only um, Nigel Albert Albert can see it. Albatross, hold on. All right. So, who opens the secret door? Yeah. Obviously, the only person who knows can it's see there. it. Yeah, I'll do it. Heck okay. Yeah. You know, you All right. You just. I'm gonna be like, hey, slam guys, open, guys. There's a secret door. <laughs> okay. Actually, I kind of want Arena to just keep rolling into it, <laughs> expecting <laughs> it to disappear. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, it's the next down. one. <laughs> Where did you learn this? Okay. Uh, hey guys, guys, there's a secret door. <laughs> all right, so beyond is a large, uh, maybe 50 foot by 100 foot rectangular chamber, okay? Um, it's got two rows of columns that go down, not the middle, but you know what I mean? Yes. Like dividing yes. the room into thirds. Yes. Right? Saying, two rows of columns. No one on podcast could see that, but... Yes. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, the walls uh, have um, panels of like beaten brass, of like of like hammered copper. You know what I mean? Like primitive mirrors. Yeah. It's not all the way around. It's like every ten feet, there's like this panel stuck to the wall of hammered copper, and. Um, you can see what looks like an exit on the other side. Yes. I have a question. Is there any way I can roll to maybe hear um, if there were some custodians or someone who had just sure. entered here previously sure. or if yeah, they'd been yeah. here for a little? Okay. Use your Witcher senses. What, uh, am I just going to roll like fine or tracking? Like tracking, sure. Oh, uh, no. Okay. Rolled uh, or not. Your, rolled your, or Witcher, not. your Witcher senses, senses reveal nothing. You're going, nothing. You're um, going to the back of the arena. Irina, ask Kegel if he knows what this room is. Hey. Oh no, Kegel's totally surprised. He's Oh. None of the none of the kobolds knew there was a secret door here. And he doesn't even know where this room goes. Oh, like, they don't like, have, they can't find secret doors. Right? He's like, hold the phone. Where They're is not this? Elves. <laughs> That's right. Um, I would also like to give Albert a high five. <laughs> and free. all the bone things wake up and come charge. <laughs> <Yeah. down. laughs> Well, at least we'll find out what they are. Right? Um, they wow, got their own I, I really getting a, They're really fast a Medusa vibe. They, yeah. they murder us immediately because we don't okay, know. Wait, this. everybody's talking at once. Mirrors, columns. She doesn't I like mean, mirrors. the Medusa had kind of the same setup. Had the, had the columns, yeah, that's true. Didn't have the mirrors. Ooh. Yeah, why well, would Michael the mirrors would really be recycle here. an idea like that? I think not. He's better than that. Um, he is, and also he didn't write the mood deuce. Snorri. So. Hey, Snorri. Oh, sorry. What do you think? <laughs> what does Snorri think? Yeah. I don't know. What, is, what does Nigel think? Well, Nigel's Snorri's the party the, dwarf. He's well, an NPC dwarf. But oh, he's, because he's an architect? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the whole... Yeah. We're in here for he's him. He's like, well, this looked... Uh, how, how do, does he I, dwarf? Um, this, um, uh, this, this looks like some kind of trap to me. Mm. Oh no, that's right. He <coughs> he talks like yes. this. Mm -hmm. Um, this seems to me to be very suspicious. It's almost like a room that screams trap. But why would you do a trap on a room that's got a secret door? He makes good point. What I don't know. I mean, it's the it's the madness that that. that it legendarily infects this part of the dungeon or oh. the whole dungeon. It's a mega dungeon. You can't try to right. logically be like, wait, why are the chompers here? So party vote. Do we go in or do we not? Well, I got a question. Is it a secret door from the other side as well? Or is it an obvious door from the other side? Um, it is obvious from the other side. Okay. Well, Is the door, can we see the back of the door or are we still completely outside? You, no, I, I yeah. You open the door. Don't hold the dice in your hand at all. Just leave them <laughs> sitting on the table until you need them. I think or, we should have a drinking game. Every time he drops he opens the dice, the door. He opens the door. We need it's, some more it's shots. It's obvious from the other side. I want to know if it's obvious from the side we are on. The door that we yes. just opened? Yes. No, it was secret. 
It's it's secret from one side and obvious from the other. That's, That's what, what I wanted yes. to know. Yeah. I have a question for Kegel. So I'll talk to Irina. I'll say, Ar, does this go? Does Kegel think that like we kind of need a layout? Does this even go anywhere near? The Is there corner? a corresponding um, thing so, on the other side of this? So, so like a tunnel. The way um, the way the kobolds think about the first level of the dungeon is we think about it in four sort of quadrants, okay? And the first quadrant we always call Hell's Antechamber at this time. And um, that means it could change later. Right, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And then the, 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 the place I was taking you through to get to Kobold Corners, we called the Quiet Halls because it's mostly undead and some jellies and stuff. Bad jellies. Um, but this looks like it should take you back to Hell's antechamber and um, so forth. So not and antechamber is the where we where we came from. Yes, that's the, that, that that's where surface folk come into dungeon uh, from surface. Oh, and it looks like it's a shortcut, and it's also the way you came. I think is that what you're telling us? Uh, no, what I tell you is. It looks like this leads back to the entrance of the dungeon, so we can either choose to go back through that way and maybe make our walk a little bit shorter, but risk whatever's in this room, or we can keep going through the quiet halls, um, as our friend Kegel and his people so, call them. So, um, as you guys are talking about what to do... Quietly. Quietly, low-key translating from German, from Reichsbiel to... Um, Draconic and back and forth. Um, you see movement in one of the mirrors, quote unquote, right? And you look and you see, uh, I'm, I'm talking to Albert at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys know what a Grick is in Never Dungeons and Dragons? Yes, I do. It's like, a, it's like a giant worm with kind of a starfish face with like a beak in the middle oh, of it. Okay, okay. Okay. You see basically one of those. A land kraken. It is, yes. It's kind of a, it's kind of a dungeon kraken. Okay. Um, and you see it kind of... Um, in the mirror? Yes. You see it kind of squirming across the floor, and, and you see like a part of another one. But in the corresponding part in the room, you don't see them. You just see them in the mirror. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can see where they would be <sighs> if they were casting that reflection, and they're not there. But they're in the reflection. How close is that? Um, that is about 40 feet away. So it's on your side of the of the room, kind of. Like on your half. And head in this direction. No, headed the other direction. Oh. Headed across the room, like by the pillars, kind of on the left-hand side of the room. Did you guys see that? I would like everyone to know that while setting up this conversation that we're having now, I noticed a piece of my hair go from not in my point of view to in my point of view, and it scared me. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Oh, my God. It's a brick. Oh, it's my hair. That's how I know I'm scaring you guys right, right? When your own hair makes you jump, I'm running a good campaign. All right. Our... Uh, what see what? Okay, so you guys look, you can see it too. It's hard to make out because the room is is mostly dark and the mirrors are they're just like like I say, like hammered copper or something. So they're not super reflective, but as you look, you can see what he sees. You see these gricks and you're like, there should be if the reflection is there, then they should be right next to that pillar. We should be able to see them. Arr. Yeah, that's it. That's an issue. I'd like to inspect both where I think they should be, and I want to like check out these weird hammered brass things to make sure they're not kind of. So you want to go into the room? Are you voting oh, wait, to go in the room? The room? Oh. No. Guys, so there's kind of a little bit of hallway between where the secret door goes. There's like an entryway, and you guys are all kind of standing there right. or in outside the secret door. Nobody's actually gone into the room yet. We're legit. Do you, we're, do you want to be the we're first? We're legit in the doorway where it's like Abramovich, yeah, all your hands Albert, are through. me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got you. And then <laughs> you and then, and then the dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fluffy, I Fluffy. forgot about Fluffy. Yeah. Sure, I'll so, go into the room. Oh, Lord. Okay, so you step into the room with your sword drawn. I was about to drawn. say, sorry, wrong room, and keep walking. <laughs> you walk room. into your room. You walk into the room with your sword drawn, right? And you yes. start walking over there and kind of looking at the um, mirrors, quote unquote. You immediately notice that they are not. Your reflection is not visible in the mirrors. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you walk in. You're kind of looking at one a little closer. Do you touch it? Oh, yeah. Touch it. I do want you really? Luke? What? Oh, sorry. Am I not supposed to do that? You're I smack his dungeon. hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I read every story. What are you doing? There's a scene where he's reaching towards the mirror. And it's right, right, right. <laughs> like he's, he's just reaching. It's like, let me see this thing. And all of a sudden, this hand comes over. Pow! Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop that. You don't just touch random trap stuff in the dungeon. So right as you slap his hand away, um, you guys start to notice on the ones that are furthest away from you in the room, they start to um, light up. Mm. Like torchlight is being reflected through them. Mm. Um, and the ones at that end get brighter and brighter and brighter. And then you guys see people coming, human people, coming into the room in the reflection, but not in reality, okay? In the mirrors at the other end of the hall. Do we recognize these yes. people? You do recognize them. They're the heroes of the hammer, which are the five adventurers that you guys met in Zelkor's Ferry. Oh, what's that guy's <gasps> name? Anvil. What's his name? His name? I get a little of the anvil. Yeah. I, I flush. Okay. I flush as soon as he walks in. So you immediately <laughs> notice them walking in, right? Except... Instead of five of them, there's six of them, and the sixth one is Justin of Bieber. <gasps> okay? So, <gasps> Justin Girl of got Bieber, a and the five heroes of the hammer come in, and you can tell it's definitely Justin. They're in the room now. They, they're in the, they're, they're in the, the reflections. reflections. They're coming into the room the in the reflections. It's the six of them. The Justin apartment. looks like he bought like chain mail or something from a guard in Zelkor's Ferry. And he's right with the gold piece that I gave him. Right. And he's got like a, he's got like a long sword and some basic gear. You notice that he has a, a, a pretty good beard going, which he did not have when you guys last saw him at Zelkor's Ferry. Oh, okay. Like he's, he's got a Captain America beard, like a nice cut beard going on. So they come into the room. You can't hear anything. You just see them. And it looks like they just came from a fight and like they're getting into this room to heal up and everything. And you see the Gricks like turn and look at them and start like moving towards them. Um, I would like to make a comment because Arena <laughs> notices that he's got a 45 pound dumbbell. Right. And uh -huh. he's just still pumping. Sure. sure and he's sure. just ready for it. And I'm like, <laughs> hasn't changed a bit. Right, 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 right. He comes in. He has not room. been. Has it been long enough to grow a beard? It's been four days since so, you saw him. Maybe. Mm, not for him. He's hardly. a young boy. I mean, it does not look like a four-day beard. Do they you. all look older? Uh, no, nobody else looks... The anvil hasn't aged a day in his <laughs> life. <laughs> None of the rest of them look any older. And he doesn't really look older. He just has a beard now. Got, some, got involved in some beard magic, apparently. Got some dwarven beard oils. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, have a, I have a question. Um, I have a question. I want to take a... Because um, I have both my sword and a torch, right? Sure. I want to take the torch and, and kind of toss it into the mirror. Mm. Like, so it hits the mirror? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just bounces off. Mm. But you definitely Dang. notice, like, there is practically no reflection of the light. Like almost like you would expect if it wasn't beaten brass at all, if it was just Does like, it go out? Uh do you want it to go out? I mean, there's like a chance in DCC anytime you drop a torch, there's a chance of it. Well, going the out. reason why I question or the reason why I want to know that is because I want to know if the mirrors are absorbing the light. No, no it does I the mean light, it, the, the light that you're seeing is them in that room. Wherever yeah. they are, there's light coming from their torch. And that's what's causing the light coming from that. The question mirror. would be, I think at this point, is do we think that touching the beaten brass will transport us to yeah, wherever they it'll are. It'll put us into the upside down for sure. <laughs> or I mean, I want to. Yeah. How badly do they are are? Do, does it look like they I need to intervene, wanna, or are they going to? I don't want to wait okay. for them to get into Here's, a fight before we yeah. help them. I mean, let's, there's six of them, the, and the there's clock well, there's in the world is paused because Michael's going to talk a little bit about okay. what Michael <laughs> thinks this is. Michael thinks this world, this room, is like a. Like a like a like a window into these other places. Now, can we go from here to there? I don't know, but that's how I feel like this room is. For some reason, this room is is like a like maybe the maybe the caretakers, custodians, oh. custodians. Maybe the custodians use this room for passage, mm. for quicker passage to oh. other places. I didn't think about that. All right, 
So you guys are trying to, to figure port. out what to do. You throw a torch and it just kind of it doesn't go through or anything like I that. I look very disappointed. You, yeah, a disappointed look crosses your face. They start fighting the. They're actually called boar worms in this campaign. They're not called crates. They start fighting the boar worms, right? right? And you see, so so Nigel immediately when their cleric starts using like the magic of the Ogdru, like. A little, a little gleam comes into your eyes. Like the camera shows his magic reflecting in your eyes and, and your eyes get a little wider and you get this kind of longing look in your eye when you see the magic of the Ogdru. But they, they start going crazy on these things, right? And they're fighting the Gricks and the Gricks are coming around them. The boar worms are coming around them. They're fighting the boar worms and you guys get a chance to learn some interesting information about boar worms. Yay. I would rather learn about them, but well, boar worms is no, fine. You would rather learn about the anvil. Listen. Listen. That's how you really feel. I'm not judging. I will so always. No, 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 no. I'm not judging. I will always be ready to learn more about the anvil, but specifically. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm showing them a picture of the boar worm from uh, the ICRPG role-playing game. Uh, which is where I got it from. So these things come over and they're trying to bite them and they're trying to get them with their tentacles and stuff, right? And then all of a sudden, um, one of them bites down on uh, Justin of Bieber, right? And like not only only does does it hurt him, but it breaks his sword in the exact same attack it like it's it's bite grabs the sword breaks the sword and cuts through his like side mm-hmm. right and yeah he's like screaming no and you can read the lips of the other characters right and remember the guy who was kind of like a knight kind of guy mm-hmm. like you can read him saying something about you Eric know, or something yeah, yeah what what kind of crappy dm does something like this something <laughs> like you can't tell for sure but then one of them when the when several of the guys are around it it does this like um this venom fart thing, all of this gas comes out of all the pores of its body. Um, oh yeah. And, a, and like a couple of them are sick and wheezing and their halfling like falls over and he's like barfing on the ground and he like loses two rounds worth, worth of actions. And they're like, the DM doesn't want us to win this encounter. What a jerk. And you don't know who this, you know, DM character DM person. Is, yeah. yeah. Th- might, maybe that's their God. You don't right. know. Um, but eventually they prevail over the boar worms. But they notice immediately afterwards that like these little <gasps> rot grub things Jeez. came off of the boar worm and they're like in their skin. Nice. And they're having to like use all kinds of spells, try to get these things before they get to their hearts and stuff. And they're talking about rage quitting the game. And it's not their fault that the DM just got divorced and he shouldn't take it out on them. It's... But that's like you can kind of read their lips. It's hard, you know. Right. Speaking out of character for a second, yeah. I have a feeling that this is a previous campaign that someone ran, mm. and I'm honestly <laughs> interested to know the history behind it. <laughs> it's not these are these are all characters from the guy who created the index card RPG. That's where I got these characters from. Oh, and, and so, um, but to to mention, um, do they survive? They do. <laughs> they all survive and they're healing themselves up. And you guys definitely notice, like you can see him in multiple mirrors and it looks like the perspective in the mirrors makes it look like they're in the room you're in. Do you know what I'm saying? Do they see yeah. us? They do not seem to see you at all. Hmm. But are you guys still kind of standing in the entryway holding Abramovich back from just, Oh no, he was already in the room. Okay. So you guys are kind of in the room a little bit. Um, roll a D 20 and get your luck or less there. Abramovich. Oh, <laughs> Is that yes, sir. Impossible. Oh my gosh, I didn't. Rolled a 20. <laughs> okay, <laughs> roll twenty for. Of course, roll I rolled twenty. Anybody else can roll their uh, luck or less if they want to. Yes. And Irina, you get your tracking bonus to that. You yes. got it. Okay. I rolled a one. Okay, I rolled a nineteen. The one time it really pays to, to roll to, to roll like Michael. Um, <laughs> you look over there Why? and the door or the. Over where they were fighting, yeah. and you see like only twenty. I'm gonna get something on the ground right where the Gricks died, and okay. you think it's like it's like right where the Gricks died. There's something on the ground. I'm gonna go check it out. Okay, so you enter the room. Just hold the door open by yourself. Hold the door open. I'll be right back. And walk all. I don't let him do that. I don't let him do that. <laughs> you get over there, and there's two dead uh, boar worms there, full and size. Yes, and there's a bunch of blood, 
And it's like the fight you just saw, this is where they killed them. You know what I'm saying? Like everything matches. The way they the way they killed them, oh. where they landed, the two How the old do they look? Uh roll a D20 and add your intelligence bonus. 15. Uh they don't look like they've been like, like the blood is dry, but it's not but it's still tacky. You know what I mean? Like within the last few hours, you think this probably happened. I'm going to share all that information with them. Okay. So now... So maybe this isn't necessarily a... You're over... So you're basically at the other end of the room where the Heroes of the Hammer came in. So you yes. can, you're can you looking out that archway. There's an archway at the other end. Yes. Leads into a hallway out of this room. With the door? You don't, you don't see any... No, there's no door. Just a hallway. Okay. Yeah. You don't see anybody there or anything there. It's just a hallway that goes down, I think, turns mm-hmm. right. Um, but there's two dead Gricks here with a bunch of blood on the ground and tiny little rock grubs that got pulled out of people's arms and stepped on. Yeah. I'm going to go back and tell them all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What I saw down the hallway, the worms, everything. <clears throat> so maybe this room is just like, maybe these mirrors like record things that happen in here. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Record. Uh, That's maybe weird they, though that he had a beard. Maybe this room like, remembers things that happen in here. That's a better yeah, way to phrase but it the time period. Yeah. Like Nigel just said, he had a Justin had a beard. He didn't have a beard the last time we saw him. Yeah. Um, that makes me think somehow that like this is like a future prediction kind of thing, you know? But why are the worms here now? That's a that is the flaw in my theory. Yeah. Currently. All right. All right. So basically your choices are there's not a lot else you can do in this room. I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you. You guys can Go forward, or you can go back to the secret door and keep trying to get to Cobalt Corners. So unless time just acts differently in this place, I think we've just found where they are. We could probably check them out if we wanted to, or we could keep going and talk to the Cobalt. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Where did they, how did they leave? Uh, yeah, they went out through the secret door that you guys came in. I should have I mentioned that. So oh. after the fight, they heal up, they keep going, and they go out the secret door that you guys came in. So we oh. should have come across them. Can I... Uh, actually, yeah, I was just thinking that. Can I use my tracking to see how recent that was? Sure, Irina. Go ahead. Oh, you poor Something tells me that... Oh, it's only a 13. Calm down. Um, so I'm retconning that um, if you've ever played... Well, I guess you do it in, in The Witcher also, where you where you follow a scent. Yeah. And there's like little red clouds in the air. So you've been following what's his name, Ormu the the the, anvil. the anvil's like cologne, right? <laughs> it's like this the, the way that you've been tracking the group. You and don't so seem you, like a stalker at all. <laughs> you pick up kind of their scent. Again. I think that that's strange, but continue. I mean, it's it. Yeah, of course, it's strange. You're just it's attracted super to his strange. musk. But there, there's there's a distinctive smell of this group, and you kind of pick it up in here, but you go back out into the hallway uh, that you guys were in, that the secret passage was on, and you can't tell if they went left or right. You look around, you look at the ground, you, you know, do the thing where you run your finger across the dust, and then you lick your finger and go, but you can't figure out which way they went. So now, what do you guys want to try to do? Where does... Okay, so we... You're going, okay. you're going towards the bone thing room, right, right, right. and you went into this secret door. Right. But I'm saying, was there another passage from where we came that broke away? From back here? Yes. Yes, there were a bunch of them. You guys have been, fo- remember, you guys followed Kegel, and it was like left-hand oh. turn, right-hand turn. Like, even in this room where you fought the uh, Beatles, there was another exit out of there. Yeah. But if they had gone this way, past the ghost area, you know, you guys, there have been a whole bunch of different turns that you guys could have taken that you didn't. I vote that we just keep going to Cobalt. Spaz of trash. Okay. Yeah. I want to meet this guy. Mm-hmm. All right. So now you guys go back and you guys are trying to get through. How do we want to mark this door so we know it's here so we can come back later and see it? Uh, we'll just have an elf with us. Okay. I take some lipstick and I draw an arrow on the wall. I don't. Right. Right. <laughs> so no, do it. Do it. Do it. Because. And then as we walk away. Something pushes the them. out. <laughs> no, yeah. it's it's the it's the two um, yeah custodians, <laughs> right? Custodians. The custodians reach out from two rocks open up and they reach out. Turn and they, the rock the other yeah, way. Turn so the rock the other way. It's all right. It's all right. And then they yeah they close back up. I just felt something. Yes. 
this is this is a combination of Jim Henson's uh, Labyrinth, Labyrinth, and then also there's an absolutely great um, Trampier illustration from the first edition Dungeon Master's Guide that shows this adventure and he's going down this hallway and you see he's been playing out this string mm. so he can find his way back and he's at the end looking back at you and right around the corner you see this troll that's been rolling his string oh. up the whole time and has this big thing of string in his hand. So yeah, yeah, go ahead, leave all the marks listen, you want. Nice. As long as, listen, as long as we don't fall down that hole of hand faces, I'm fine. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so you guys are going to try to get through uh, area... 12. With the dead bone skeletons. Yes, yes. So Quiet. this is very similar to the room where you fought the Draugrs. There are these crypt openings on each side, except mm -hmm. these don't have the, the stone coverings, Covers. right? They're just archways on each side. They're already open. There's like four on each side, and so Kegel starts doing the exaggerated tiptoe mm -hmm. thing with his hands kind of like this, like a little, like a little Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yes. And he starts tiptoeing and then he makes the, you know, he says in Draconic, walk this way. And he starts tiptoeing through and, and there's a little xylophone. She immediately starts right, going. Right, right, right. So it's the xylophone the on the two highest notes. <laughs> <laughs> and then she <laughs> says, <laughs> like this. Okay, so give me your marching Albert's order game. here. <laughs> Give me your marching order as you Nigel go down the hallway. Refuses. Well, he's... I think it would probably be... Is he going to go front? He's the one who we're I mean, following. He's guiding you, yeah. Yeah, he's got to go in front, and I've got to go behind him. Okay, well... How do you guys want to do it? Do the dwarves, and then I'll come last. I mean, I don't know. Okay. I'll pull last. Well, actually, I think Abramovich should be last. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just because I lose one hit point, and now I'm at the back. I see how it is. Well, you're at the back because right. you're our other tank. So, wow. so here's your here's your big D twenty rolls. Just give me a D twenty, add your decks, and try to get like a six or better. Is this sneak? Yes, it is. Okay. I passed. Guess better than a six. You rolled a seven on the die. Seven on the die. So I got a seven. Yes. You got. Excuse me, I got a sixteen, Mister Dungeon Master. Nineteen. Okay, so you guys creep through, and you know you've got your torches, and you kind of look into the things, and yeah, there's just big piles of bones in each size, in each side room, like like man bones, dragon bones, turtle bones, you a know. bone piano. Yeah, just the whole the whole thing. They're just piled high, like somebody's been throwing bones in there for years. You guys get through that area. Boop, 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 boop. You come. Down this hall, so now your Kegel uh, lets you know that it's okay to, to go back to normal. You guys come to a T intersection, and off to the left, it's just this hallway that, you know, like all the rest of this dungeon that you've seen so far. On the right is just this little room with a spiral staircase that goes down. Mm -hmm. So you see that, you go another 30 feet, you turn right, the hallway keeps going, you go another 30 feet, you turn left, and then... And then, no, and, and then. then, no, and then, 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 no, and then, no, and then, no, 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 Yes. And it's uh, locked and rusted. And there's a bunch of dust and stuff. The The floor on the other side is kind of dusty. Um, but you guys can't get through. Do you go back? Do you go I home? clearly it, ask yeah. our friend Kegel, what do we, where, is this a dead end? What's going he, on? Well, so he steps between the bars. And he's like, I oh. forgot that you're very beefy at this time. Mm. And... You can't get through. Oh. <laughs> What's a roll to try and pick the lock? Uh, <laughs> that was I mean, my thought, but I don't want to... I have thieves' tools. You have thieves' tools, but you don't have the skills, so you'd have to roll a d10 and oh, add your decks. A d10 and add my decks? Yeah. So you're probably going to have to spend some luck, but you never know. I rolled a one. Okay, yeah. So you, you, like, you, you try to kind of put the thieves' tools there in a little bit, but it's obvious you don't... However this lock is made, you can't figure it out. Can I pull a Batman and mash A to pull the one of the bars out so we can... You certainly through? can. Roll a d20 and add your strength bonus. Uh, that's a six. 
All right, so you grab hold of it. Yeah, yeah, and you're pressing A, 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 and the noise... Oh, great. Um, ...makes us... Who wants to roll a d6 to see if there's a random encounter from all the noise he's making? A one or two generates an attack. Three. Okay, so you're, you're pulling on the bars, you're pulling on the bars... It's making a lot of noise. Everybody else is kind of looking around. The dwarves at the back are kind of holding their torches up, looking around. But nothing has come yet. You're going to keep trying? Yeah. Roll I mean, do I feel some give? Like, is it rusty? It's starting to It's starting to give. Yeah, All right. yeah it's starting fine. to give. Okay, that's a nine. Uh, what's your strength bonus? Uh, that's a nine. Oh, total. that is with your strength bonus. Okay. Can I help You're him? T- <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, so you grab hold of it, too. Roll your... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> What'd you roll? I rolled a two. What was, what'd the D6 say? A four? four? Okay. So now both you guys are pulling on it. You're grunting and straining and no, get your arm. No, put your foot there and pull with your, oh my God, don't pull with your back. Okay. So now both of you are pulling. It's, it's starting to give. It's definitely starting to give. And the mash a logo is right in the middle of the screen. Like, what are you doing? Wait, before you can roll again. Oh yeah. You do get to roll again. I'm sorry. I rolled a, uh, I rolled a 18. Of course. What'd you get? Five. Abramovich. <laughs> you can, yeah. after, after it opens, you can turn to the rest of the party and say, I loosen it for her. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, he lets go for a second, and I'm just like, pink. Right? <laughs> Abramovich, open, loosen the door for her. That's how Abramovich, Abramovich yeah. loosen the door. It's, yeah. I am not in my prime right now. <laughs> yeah. I only I have one arm. What are you going to do? Okay. So <laughs> as it breaks arms. open with a resounding clank, Six. Nothing comes. Mm. And you guys manage to get through the door, close the door. Uh, it's a 20 by 30 room. There's a door on the left. And um, around the gate on this side mm-hmm. is writing in Draconic, which Irina can read to say, Bad Juju, keep out. <laughs> Meaning like the kobolds don't go through this very often. Because of the big... Because big this is not... Yeah, this is not, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This is not kobold territory beyond here. Uh, she got, goes, oh, I get it. <laughs> so, Kegel goes over to the door on the left, right? And he, he goes over to the, like, the little keyhole thing, and he puts his mouth like this, and he yells, Peppercorn! Peppercorn! He says, is password. He says it in Draconic. He says the Draconic <laughs> word for peppercorn twice through the little keyhole. Marking that one too. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Everybody heard Albert the word. Knows peppercorn and tribute. Doesn't in know draconic. what they mean. Well, but you know, you know peppercorn is the password. He doesn't know what yeah. those words mean. He just knows those words. So he turns the handle, he pushes the door open, and you guys come into area two. Barracks, straw pallets, foot lockers, crude furniture. I need like a pair of shoes. A lot. Casks of grog. Cooking braziers, seven kobolds, kobold bodyguards. So there's several kobolds in here. This is obviously where they sleep. And they have a couple braziers lit and they have their spears, like some of them ready to go, like it's their job to guard this door. But since you guys gave the password, uh, you guys come in with Kegel and he starts talking to them in Draconic and basically explains, you know, who we are. Me find these big beefy people. They want to come in kobold corners, make trade trade. They bring tribute to Spazla Trash. And they're like, oh, good, good. Okay, bring them in. Yes. Um, I just want I just want Arena to be like, in common, be like, it looks like doll furniture. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like crude furniture. <laughs> it looks like a three-year-old tried to make doll furniture, and it's adorable. <laughs> yeah, they, they've made little pillow forts. And yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. One of them's blanket. made out of, like, a femur. <laughs> <laughs> Can I hold you? Don't you'll disrespect them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um All right. So he asks um how much did I say I was going to give them in tribute? We didn't say. You didn't oh. say. You just said you were going to give we them gold. We had tribute. Yeah. Yeah. You asked if gold was a good tribute and they yes. said yes. Um so do you want to Meet Spazla Trash, who is our, our chief chief, or you want to go to shops and go to market at this time. What do you guys want to do first? You want to go shopping or you want to meet the chief? I think uh, we should get in good with the chief first. Yeah, yeah, ar, yar, yar. Tribute it is. <laughs> okay. So he takes you 20 feet down the hallway, you turn right, 
uh, down a side passage, you go 30 feet, and then for no reason turn right again, and you come into area three, which is the bodyguard's dormitory. Dirty sleeping furs, skulls on spikes, gaudy furniture, foot lockers, and the kobold bodyguards, right? More shoes. What? Foot locker, shoes. Yes. Um, Bodyguards. So these guys are the these guys are the pit bulls of of the um, of the kobold race, gotcha. right? So again, um, and they look like real pit bulls. Yeah, yeah, like they have pit bull heads. <laughs> what we're doing with the kobolds is they're pretty much split half and half between lizard like and dog like. Gotcha. Okay? okay. So when you went in, you, so you see the bodyguards in here. Most of them are dog like, and they have like pit bull heads, and they're they're for. for for two and a half foot tall kobolds, Listen, they're pretty chunky. I'm going to say something too. I want to become very good friends with with our friend Kegel here. Uh-huh. I would like him to come on our travels with us. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> of and course, be because, like my companion. Because what party doesn't just collect NPCs along the way? Everybody. I mean, does. he doesn't have to be like. I mean, he can give us advice every once yeah, in a while, yeah, but he, he doesn't have to be like. Want him to be there. Like his dog. That's yeah, what I want. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody, everybody gets an NPC sidekick. <laughs> We got Fluffy. I don't know. You talk to Fluffy. Yeah. He's a full character. That's different. You have used (laughs) Fluffy, you know, in encounters. So, yeah, he's killed. Listen, I was there when you got him. Okay. I know. I think you even came up with a scenario which that happened. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was how you got him. (laughs) So, um,. So he explains because I came up with the scenario. I know that's what he yeah. said. So I didn't realize that. Sorry, continue. So he explains to the to the guards mm-hmm. what you guys want, and they give the password through the door, you know, and they say peppercorn, peppercorn. Uh, there are um, surface folk here to give tribute to the mighty, trusty Spaslatrash. And so you hear some like you hear you hear like some. Um, <laughs> You hear some some moving around inside the inside the room beyond the door, mm-hmm. right? He's like, "One minute, please." And there's like, he says, "They may enter." <laughs> Get ready. And the and the um, the guards open the door and they come in with you, right? So now you've got like six kobold bodyguards and and Kegel in there as you approach the throne of trusty um, Spazzle trash. trash. He's got a wooden throne. Uh, and then in the back of the room, there are these there are these dirty curtains that kind of divide off his private place. There's blood stains on the floor, um, and then like it's obvious that they've like dragged different stuff here that they thought looked opulent and stuff. So there's just like some braziers in here, like just help me out, just random stuff that they found in the dungeon that right. they were like. There's like a piece of shiny glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's, a, there's a um. Uh, what do you? Oh, there's like a wind chime kind of thing. It made looks out like of all a crow's pieces. nest, yeah. essentially. But but like not all of it is worthless either. Like you know, like they've got some gold uh, cups. Well, yeah, and stuff. you can find or, you know, coins this, like quarters and yeah. stuff in crow's nests. Stu- no, I'm I'm saying like stuff that people have brought them as tribute. Like, there, oh, there are golden cups yeah, yeah, yeah. in here. There's some nice stuff too, and there's just some random poorly. stuff. But mm. it's yeah, you chose poorly. <laughs> um, magic items. Oh. Uh, do you cast detect magic? Yes, with my dwarven cleric Please ability. do it in a way. Can I don't know if you have detect magic. There's no detect it magic. Doesn't have detect magic. That's only something a okay. magician has. So, so who are you asking? If there's, are you asking Fluffy? Are these magic? Are you asking? Yes. Uh, uh, I think Snorri. Are like, hey, Snorri, any magic items in here? What no, I. Fluffy, they sniff anything. I've been teaching you to smell magic. <laughs> do you smell anything? He's been teaching him to smell magic well, by 20. smelling Albert. So now every time, so now, yes. So now he's like he's like sniffing his hands and being yeah, and yeah. like this is yeah, a magic so he's object. Like, he's like my hands out. He sniffs my hands and then walks around the room sniffing yeah, stuff. Yeah. So he's like he's like a drug sniffing Pomeranian. Right. Uh, no, 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 no. He uh, he sniffs Albert's hands and then he says, "Okay, go find magic items." But he can only find cursed items because you know he's <laughs> because Albert is so cursed. Yeah. It's Albert's hand. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Exactly. Exactly. Um, That's fine. Spaz Latrash addresses yes. you in Reekspiel. Ooh. Um, he says, Welcome, visitors from the surface world to Kobold 
corners. Is he more? And hold on. Okay. To kobold corners. And he grabs a mallet and hits the gong next to him. And sets it down. <clears throat> what, Fantastic. What did, what did you say? Is he more dog or lizard? Uh, he is more uh, draconic, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I only speak Draconic. I don't speak whatever language he's speaking. Yeah, that's common. 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 Reekspiel is common. common. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Thanks for having us. It looks wonderful. This room looks opulent. Uh, yes, it is very opulent. You have come. You have survived the dangers of the dungeon and reached this place. And now you may trade. Find sanctuary here. <clears throat> and he kind of oh. makes the. Where's my tribute I pull hand out gesture? Very carefully. Mm-hmm. Two ebony throwing daggers. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I lay them down on the ground on the ground in front of him. Oh, no, no, no. He's holding his hands. hands. Okay, yeah. He looks them over. These are very fine. This is excellent elven workmanship. Indeed. Indeed. And I bow. They will they will rest in a place of honor. And he, he puts them uh, on this little shelf next to him that's got like a Hulk uh, figure. Roll and, of toilet paper. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a roll of toilet paper. It's like a half huge roll of toilet paper. It's a roll of three toilet paper. It's three toilet paper rolls that are put together to be like a... <laughs> a periscope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a macaroni, uh, there's macaroni art there. That yes. Yeah, yeah. These will rest in a place of of honor, <laughs> you are welcome in Kobold Corners. Uh, thank you very much. What is your name, sir? I am Spazla Trash. I am called the generous. I am called Albert O. Albert O of the surface. Yes. He looks meaningfully at the rest of the party. Are mm-hmm. right, we giving out names? Is this what it is now? I am Nigel the Dwarf. I see. You listen what, to, to the what? opening of this uh, podcast. You know. <laughs> What, what tribute do you bring, Nigel oh, the Dwarf? Everyone's giving tribute now. Um, sure, I give you a tribute, all right. Straight up the horse. Or pooper. Um, <laughs> I assume you're not saying that in character. Oh, that was nice knowing you guys. We have to leave. You know, in front of his vicious kobold bodyguards. They're kobolds. They're not really vicious. They look like dogs. I've already got one. Actually, I have to retcon something. That, that's fine. You're right. Um, two of two of the guards out there were bugbears. Oh, they would have to be. I mean, you guys weren't planning on fighting them anyway, so it's it's not a big retcon. But you went in there, and there there were like four beefy uh, pit bull kobold. Yeah. yeah, pit bull kobolds, and there were two bugbears. Um, and so when you went in, they went and stood on both sides of the throne. They looked very bored to be here. Like, you know, hmm. it's just a job, man. It's just a gig. Like, when they see you guys, they kind of start, they're, they're sizing you up, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's not like, you know, for the honor of the kobolds or whatever. Right. You know, they're like, whatever. Okay. It's another group of adventurers. So what did you give him? This uh, tribute? I, I will give him a bottle of lotus. Uh, yellow. yellow lotus tincture? Yeah. Ooh. I only got like 500 of those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, wow. this is here for your healing. So in case you have anything wrong with it, it makes you better. He's like, oh, this is very generous of you. And he opens up this little thing. And there's like 60 more in there. And he sets it on top and closes it back. <laughs> yeah, I know. Everyone has them. No one uses them. Welcome to Kobold Corners, Nigel the Dwarf. So Ori... Uh, Yep, sorry. Snorri and Hankrin go up and they, they pull out some gold and they give them the gold and they're like, they're obviously not crazy about kobolds, right. but they're also like not, we, I will not speak to you, the honor, you know, it's right. nothing like that. They're just like, right. we're glad to be here. Thanks for having us. Here's, you know, this gold and here's this, here's this pipe, you know. <laughs> and you realize it's your pipe, Nigel. <laughs> no! <laughs> No, 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 no. You I have take a it back. Abramovich? Of course. All right. I'm going to step forward and I'm going to offer him the amulet of fire protection because it's only got like five minutes. Ah, very oh. smart. Oh. Very oh. smart. This will ward you against fire. Oh, he is he is knocked out. Like you get a round of applause from the from the kobolds, and even the bugbears kind of nod a little bit. Okay. 
quick. I, Someone set him on fire and see if it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he puts that right around his neck yeah. immediately as soon yeah. as he gets it. Yeah. Well, no, no, he doesn't. He, w- he wouldn't do that. He'd have his witch doctor check it out. Absolutely. You know, he's, he's survived in the dungeon this long. Absolutely. He doesn't just go around touching random mirrors or anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or putting on a random magic ring. Yeah, or just putting on something just because it's magic. This is our I first have... step in taking over the kobold empire. Right. I have banded armor. So. <laughs> that you've been carrying around this whole time. That like you do. carrying around this whole time. Yeah, yeah. So I give him the banded armor okay. as my tribute. All right. The human-sized banded armor. Yeah, you can tell I'm he's not knocked out by it, but he kind of looks they at They can one turn of the, it into a bunch of little tiny ones. The bugbears well, can Yeah, I was going to say, he looks at one of the bugbears, and one of the bugbears kind of nods and scratches the side of his nose. So, um, so he... <laughs> Is that a symbol? Um, That's right on target. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good to um, go, boss. He says, Kegel, you have done well. You have brought wealthy and generous visitors to Cobalt Corners. Enjoy your stay. And and if there's anything further that we can do to help you on your adventures, merely let Spaz Latrash the Generous know. I have a question. Of course, Irina of the surface world. Have you seen any uh, other parties come through? Oh, very many come to Cobalt Corners. Recently. Um. Like a big guy who's all gray with a giant hammer? No, we have not met any group that matches that description. Uh, Currently, there are some, um, uh, there are a couple of ogres who are visiting from deeper in the dungeon. Um, And other than that, uh, it is pretty much y'all. What does your elvish sound like? Hi, I am Albert O of the Elves. Is that <laughs> Elvish? Is that Elvish or Sylvan? No, elvish, elvish and Sylvan are two separate languages. Yeah. Okay, it's Elvish. In Sylvans elvish. can suck it. <laughs> In Elvish, I will talk to you then. Yes, Nigel, my friend. Albert. Yes. Nigel. How will we ever take over this place? He obviously speaks common. I don't think he speaks Elvish. Well, we might not know if he speaks Elvish. Of course I speak Elvish. No. (laughs) But he might speak Elvish, or one of his cohorts might as well. I really don't think that's possible. It's possible that it's not possible. I sense only bad things from whatever these two are discussing. (laughs) Again, you're new to to this group. This is what they do in a mega dungeon. They either take over or destroy every power group in the dungeon. And it's okay. That's old school. That's what Gary Gygax did. I'm super fine with that as long as it doesn't mess with my relationship with Kegel. Right. It was it was good enough for E. Gary Gygax. The things that we're it's talking about over you. here may very well mess up your relationship That's with Kegel. That's what I thought. You that guys no hear the sound of approaching happened. feet. Flap, 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 flap. Bare feet on the on the hallway outside and charging in to the um, audience chamber. Well, the room outside the audience chamber and then into the audience chamber. Is. So this um this draconic kobold okay. comes running in, right? right? He's got like this um, kind of a outfit that's made mostly out of like feathers and stuff, like sewn into some kind of jacket or something. And uh-huh. his skin is like a really pale, almost white scales. Okay. Right? And he comes running in. Oh, it's undead. Kill it. <laughs> he comes he comes charging in he he runs right past you guys he throws himself down on his his knees and kind of bows down before this wooden throne and he says uh trusty spatula trash spatula trash trusty spatula trash trusty spatula trash it is most awful it is most terrible it is most atrocious it is most terrible thing that's ever happened the dragon is gone! And every kobold in the room like goes, <gasps> and we'll find out what happens next time on Mighty Deeds. Done dirt cheap. Done at a reasonable price. You've been listening to Mighty Deeds, a production of the Murfreesboro Murder Hobo Old School Gaming Association. We're playing Dungeon Crawl Classics from Goodman Games, with additional rules from Tales from the Fallen Empire by James Capio, Transylvanian Adventures by Scott Mathis, and the Index Card RPG from Runehammer Games. 
Our current campaign is set in Fritz Leiber's world of Nawal, in the land of the eight cities, as detailed by Michael Curtis. Tonight's adventure was inspired by The Old God's Return, also by Michael Curtis. Original music is provided by yours truly and by Joey Hodge. You can check out more of his music at joeyhodge.com. And join us next time for more Mighty Deeds. <laughs>